Welcome to Two Out of Three Recommend. I'm Lee. And I'm Brett. We're two brothers out of three getting together to chat and recommend drinks, movies, shows and things to keep you busy. Welcome to another episode of Two Out of Three Recommend. We are two out of three brothers recommending stuff for life. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. How are you? I am well. How are you? Good. How was your Super Bowl Monday? Did you care? Uh, um, you know what I cared about. I'm now a fan. I'm a fan of country music. <laughs> um, I already kind of was. Don't judge. No, I was at work, and then I went out for lunch and caught up with a friend. Mm. Missed the halftime show. That's fine. I'm see. It. I'll see it on TikTok 18 times. Usher. Then I came back from yeah. lunch, and I yeah. sat down, and the person that texted me at work, she was like, "Oh, you missed the halftime show," and blah blah. And she goes, "Oh, and did you see Beyonce?" I said, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> so then I frantically Googled and Spotified and Instagrammed. Apparently this dropped year. dropped two new songs. Well, apparently this year is the year that the gays get into country because Beyonce and Lana Del Rey. Oh, well, fuck no. Fuck uh, Lana Del Rey. Gay, uh, gay albums, country <laughs> well, albums. Well, um, I see if Beyonce's last one was gay enough, but Gaga's got new music coming out as well. And then I saw some... Okay. You know how the... Maybe we need a drink first. Okay, let's but have a drink. The fans. First. We need to talk about the fans. At the Super Bowl. Just pop music fans. Oh, stands or fans? Stands. Okay. Anyway. Um, it's quite warm in here today. I'm gonna get a stubby holders uh while you talk about what the drink I've brought. Yeah, so Lee bought a drink. <laughs> um, regular listeners will know that we've had the Brook thank you, we've had the Brookvale Union um varieties before. Yep. And this is the next on our list. So we've had Brookvale Union Lemon, which we talked Which was good, and I've still, I still drink that to this day. Um, and we've had Brookvale Union Red Pub Squash, which I was a fan of. Um, they've got quite hectic cans. I like it. It's very... Oh, no, I don't know. It's almost hectic. Monty Python-ish. Like, yeah. there's a guy whose face might be an avocado. I don't know. A red avocado? What's a red and avocado? there's a sun and a flamingo on this one. Flamingo with a bowl of fruit in its head. Because it's tropical. Okay. Vodka tropical punch. 6% alcohol, low sugar, same as the others. All right. Let's see. Cheers. Oh, yep. Cheers. Oh, not on first sip, no. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Oh. It's the... There's a fake flavour in there. Yeah. I think I might have said this about another drink we've had. Remember when you went to a school camp and the cordial was just yep. water? Yeah. Yeah. It's the passion fruit juice concentrate. Even though it's only 0.9%. No. It's not great, this That one. is the worst we've had of these varieties. Yeah, that's disappointing. Hmm. I think it's the sugar again. Like, there's a fake flavour, but it's not. It's low sugar, so it tastes worse. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. If you put more sugar in, it's better. Yeah, so it would taste sugary and fake, which is what life is. <laughs> yes. Speaking of sugary and fake, you've brought a snack. <laughs> I've brought a special edition dairy milk, Lee. It's... um. Now that I read the label properly, <laughs> it's choc orange and cookies. 
Okay. I just read Chalk Orange. Yeah, yeah, which is a win for um, me. And I, well, I didn't stop. I just went, oh. Oh, well done. Good shopping. Um, it is warm in here. It's a little bit melted. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see how this goes. A special edition from Cadbury. Um, we'll just chuck these up here, shall we? Oh, wow. Gooey. Thanks. Ooh. Oh, yeah. This is the level of melted chocolate I like when it's soft but not melted. Yeah. Cheers. Oh, yep. It's definite orange. Wow. And definitely cookie pieces in there. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's I don't good. eat chalk orange a lot. No. Like and you you inhale a Jaffa. I'm more a Malteser. Yeah, but this chalk orange, like Terry's chocolate orange. Mm. Remember Terry's chocolate orange? Not Terry's, mine. As Dawn French, we all grew up Dawn French saying. That, well, I was going to say, is that Dawn French? But yeah. I thought it was just some fat Aussie lady. No, it's some fat British lady. Yeah. <laughs> um, not Terry's, mine. Terry's chocolate orange or chocolate orange is different to Jaffa's. Yeah, that's true. Jaffa's are more sugary and fake. Like tropical punch is different than tropical. <laughs> very different. This is very different to Tropapalooza that we tried ages ago mm. as well. That's a winner. Yeah, well, I win this week. I think yep. we both failed last week. Didn't we? <laughs> um, no, we're right. we're okay to start this year. Look, I have to rant. Should I rant for now? Let's. Should we keep going on the Super Bowl yep. track? Right. Okay. I've got comments about pop, things. Pop, pop music fans, just settle. Okay, just you just need to chill. Yep. I don't need. A five-minute-long TikTok video about how you think that because Beyonce is releasing new music mm -hmm. and it's called Part Two, and that Lady Gaga put up a photo of her doing the peace sign, which is two fingers, at the Super Bowl, and that she's releasing Ooh. new music, and then in two thousand and whatever, at the end of the telephone mu music video, it said to be continued, and then in Beyonce's music video, little snippet of her new song Texas Hold'em, go listen to it on Spotify, that you. If she's in a car, like at the car at the end of the telephone, that you think that a number and they're doing another song together. Oh, and you know what else? Lady Gaga does drive a car. Mm. Yeah, Lady Ga Lady Gaga also has a new, a big new movie coming out this year. You don't reckon she's doing new music as well? Come on, people! Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Just, I don't need your detective work. I don't need you to. As soon as, um. Taylor Swift acts surprised at the Grammys and then comes out with a plan of telling you about a new album, which was totally pre-planned. Yeah. That then you go, oh my god, it has to be about Joe Alwyn because she said this. And I was like, oh, is that his name, Joe? I don't fucking know. Well, oh, you messaged this during the week. We we are on record, mm -hmm. much to the disappointment of all of the staff at Pride of Our Footscray. Look, we are on the record as not being Swifties. I am not a Swiftie. I don't like her music or her voice irritates me. Okay. I think she's a bit fake, but I don't know where. But I appreciate that people are passionate about her and I admire her business skills. She also is a very good songwriter. She's a very good songwriter. Right. You get songs where people write, I heard this song today, and don't ask me what song it was from, but this line stuck in my head. It's going to hurt for a bit of time. Is a lyric in a song I heard today. Mm -hmm. um, 
Taylor Swift is a much better songwriter than that. Although some lyrics I don't understand, but maybe a Swifty could explain to me what that thing in the anti-hero, I feel like an ugly baby or whatever the fuck it is. Does she mean the dancing baby from Ally McBeal? Maybe. Yeah. Um, it's a very millennial I'm a monster reference. on a hill, you're an ugly baby. Something. I don't get it. It's poetry. Look, it's she's poetry. a good song. She writes like good songs. Lucky my breasts are small and humble, so you don't hmm. confuse them with mountains. It's all poetry. It's all poetry. It's like modern day James Joyce shit. Yeah, whoever that is. Yeah, some Irish poet from 100 years ago. And look, I, okay. So yeah. we the, the are establishing that she is good. She is good, right? Not my taste. Not our taste. But also, we need to establish that she just doesn't write songs about ex-boyfriends. I am sick. I will defend her now. Okay, good. are we recording? Yeah, Matt, good, Matt. Yeah, are you listening. I am defending <laughs> Taylor Swift. This won't happen often, so pay attention. I'm over. The, oh, she just writes songs about her ex. She does that. Yeah. But it's also been fucking whatever, how many, 15 years. I don't bloody know. A lot of years. Right? 1984, she was born. A lot of years. 89, Lee. Or whatever, I don't know. You need to know that. <laughs> um, get out. Like, if that's what she does, yeah. great. Get yeah. over it. It's one of four albums of the year. Shut up. Yeah. She, sure, she only deserved two of them, but shut up. She, um... Is a very good songwriter and also, like, I don't know what it is about her. We don't hate her, right? No, no. We, we're not. No, okay. We're not anti-Swifties. I'm not anti-Swift. Just not a fan a of. a bit anti-Swifties. Because some yeah, of them can be a bit uh, come after But us. I'm also a bit sometimes anti-Beehive because they can be fucking intense. And I'm dead. Any, any fandom can be. Yeah, there's a guy I follow on Reels who will who does this thing where like two fandoms that have the same energy, mm, but and it's something clash. yeah, but it's Swifties something like Beehive. Well, not like that. It's something like you know NFL super fans and Disney adults. Yes, Disney adults. Like, oh god, toxic. Uh-huh. As a lot of the comments about the Super Bowl and the championship games have been mm-hmm. about Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, she doesn't control the cameras, people. But also, do you know what popped into my head when I was thinking about this? I can... A lot of the time, there are famous people at sporting events, right? Oh, all the time. Remember the 2010 grand final, I think it was 10, when it was... Collingwood, St Kilda. And they drew. How many times did we see Eric Banner oh. on the screen? Also, did how people many, complain yeah. about that? No. No. Because he's, he's, he's a man. Yes. And he is meant to like football. Taylor Swift isn't meant to like football. Well, the number of disgusting, the number of disgusting comments that I saw where people saying, she doesn't even know anything about football. Like, how do you know? Then someone would yeah. reply to that comment saying she grew up as an Eagles fan. Yeah, right. Then someone would reply to that comment saying that doesn't mean she knows anything about football. Yeah. Like, oh, you... F- People are what they call dumb. Uh, and <laughs> I, it's, uh, it's just people... The stubbornness of some people and the just... well, Yeah, that's why they're the people that are commenting on 
this shit and have the time to do it on the internet. I was going to bring that into our big question, but I feel like this is just a statement we should make. Let people be fans of shit. Yeah, just let them do it. What... What is, okay, you're some redneck hick from the backwoods in fucking North Carolina with yeah. four teeth. Yeah. What, how can you go, I don't like that Taylor Swift? Yeah. Fuck off, mate. What have you done with your life? Fucked your, fucked your sister. <laughs> Jesus. I <laughs> went a bit far. But you know what I mean? Just like, yeah. yep. how is you watching a football match that you probably don't even care about who's playing? Then they show Taylor Swift. Like, what's it affecting you? Most of these redneck hicks don't understand one that more people watch the halftime show than watch the game. Yeah, I saw some. More people are interested on the in the ads Mm. than the game. Yeah, but they're also probably so drunk they're passed out by halftime. Yeah, like this is a Sunday afternoon game, and. They've probably been drinking since Saturday morning. Yeah. And that's, with the AFL Grand Final, one of the arguments against having a night Grand Final. Because they'll drink all is day. Is that by the time, even people that go to the game, by the time they get to the game at 7.30, they'll be blind. Mm. Um, and people, I, I, just, I just want people to allow people to be fans of things and to do their own thing. You know what? I'm part of two toxic-ish fandoms, Lee. Yeah. You're a Disney adult from way back. <laughs> No, no, not that bad. I am a member of the Beehive Certified 2008. And um, do you have a card? No, oh. it's it's a chip in my neck. <laughs> so Beyonce knows where I am. Um, so eventually, she can just beam her songs, yeah, down into you, and it's got your credit card details already in there. Yeah, so yeah. She, I know I'm going to download it. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, RuPaul's Drag Race fans, hoo <laughs> Ooh. They have some opinions. Anyway, yeah. we won't go into that because I'll just rant about that for another hour. That'll be a whole other episode. But I think it is just like, get over it. Yeah. Like, also the whole thing with pop fans and stands trying to go, oh, what's it going to be? She's going to be this, that. Oh, she wore a she wore a cowboy hat to the Grammy, so she's going to do country. Well, you will write about it, but like, it's- yeah. Her album's coming out in five weeks. Just like, chill. It'll come. It'll and come. Get, you got a couple of songs now, and you're gonna like it anyway, no matter what she does. Yes. So, if her and Gaga do a song, Great. fucking fantastic. Yep. But I'm what not gonna spend and, uh... my spare time doing Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia meme, doing fucking calculations on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what if um, what if because she's country, she does a song with Taylor? You know what? I don't know how that would go. Okay, so in the in in the world of gay pop stands, it's a versus almost the polar opposite. Yeah, are Beehive and Swifties, and never the Twain shall meet. I have a, a Beehive could not date a Swiftie, and vice versa. I have a friend who is a gay. And he does not know a single Kylie Minogue song. Well, I don't know how he passed the test. Like, how yeah. did he get inducted? Well, this was the thing. He knows every Gaga song. Oh, so he's young. He's younger, isn't he? How young is no, he? No, he's my age. Well, how did he live? I don't know. If living is without you. Yeah, exactly. Does he know that Leanne he should know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he loves Con Air. Um, 
Um, so I think that's it. Like there's, we, we have our little segments. Because mm. I don't know Beyonce like you know Beyonce. No. Um, and I don't know Gaga like this guy knows Gaga. Mm, mm. But I know Kylie. Yeah. When you're gay and you sign up. Yeah, you have to pick a you have to pick a pop diva. It's in the it's in the contract. It's in the contract, and if it's Beyonce, you get a chip in your neck. <laughs> so if it's if it's Taylor Swift, I don't know. I was gonna. I, I can't think of anything exciting about it. <laughs> it's great that she won the Super Bowl. Yeah, congratulations, Taylor. You've won your fourth album of the year. You even won the Super Bowl. Yep, rigged. Did you see the, the Super Bowl the, the talk that it was rigged. So well, well no because the 49ers choked. This was the thing Again. that uh it was going to be rigged mm. so that uh Travis Kelsey could win. Uh-huh. And then um he could propose. But did he? No. Well fuck off then. Yeah. But also I haven't been dating that long. No. Have they? I don't no. know. But also, it's like, it's not rigged. They've been in three of the last four Super Bowls. Yeah. Like... The guy's, the guy's pretty good. Yeah. The quarterback dude. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, One more thing. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, I'm not going to... We don't need to rant anymore. Let people have their fandoms. Um, As long as you don't take your standing too far. I think yeah, you don't need to, and also just the comparison of pop divas doesn't need to happen. Taylor Swift and Beyonce are like the opposite. Yeah, you can't compare them, but so they're both legends. Them. They're both legends. One more so than the other, but that's all I'm going to say about it's it. It's like Seinfeld. Well, it's not like Seinfeld versus Friends because one is good. What else have you watched this week? Speaking of sitcoms, I haven't watched any sitcoms actually. Me neither. Um, oh, I... Can I go back on something that you suggested? Yeah, sure. Months ago, I'm pretty sure you suggested you watched the Bottoms. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, I got 20 minutes in. No. Nah. Oh. It was... Okay. You didn't like the main girl, did you? Well, I'm a fan of Aota Beery. Yeah, you don't like the other one, though, do you? She was okay. Mm. I found the character work good, and I found what they were trying to do in terms of take a high school comedy to 11. Okay, yeah. The way, you know, they were talking about... Vaginas and the mm, way everyone mm. worshipped Jeff. I understood the purpose of what they were doing. Yeah. I just didn't really laugh. Okay. And so I kind of said to Shane, What else is I it? I don't need to watch the rest of this. Okay. It got better as it went on, but anyway. So we flicked through. That Amazon. means you wouldn't have heard Kaya Gerber say anything. I don't think she says anything about telling our into the movie. Who's Kaya Gerber? The tall, hot one. Cindy Crawford, Cindy Crawford's daughter that looks almost exactly like her. Is she the one that says, my personality is linked to her, so I just followed her here? I think so. To the first fight club they come to? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. sure. I heard her say that. I So we stopped watching Bottoms uh-huh. and we kept flicking through the comedy section on Amazon Prime. Okay. And after seeing Saltburn, I just oh, after seeing Saltburn and watching the Netflix documentary American Nightmare, where they reference uh-huh. Gone Girl. Uh, yep. I'm like, I want to watch more Rosamund Pike. Oh, do you that, Mama? She's a lesbian. So I'm flicking across to I Care a Lot mm-hmm. with Rosamund Pike. It isn't 
the movie's not about her being a lesbian. Oh, but she's a lesbian. But she is. Yep. And first of all, it's not a comedy. Okay. I didn't okay. think it was. It's about Rosamund Pike plays a woman named Marla Grayson, which mm-hmm. is an odd name for someone who's 39 years old in the 2010s. Yeah. Marla Hooch. Yeah. Yeah. It's also an oh, odd choice of surname because the show Revenge was huge. And Grayson was a big baddie, the big baddies. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, uh, she plays a guardian that is often court appointed. No, a court appointed guardian. You're thinking of Brie Larson, Captain Marvel. Not sure. That's I I always think of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do get them confused though, which is terrible. Rosamund Pike and Brie Larson. Yeah, no, because they both kind of came along at the same time and were blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Okay. Yep. And they actually were both in movies of books we read in book club because yep. we read Gone Girl and then watched it and we read Room and then Brie Larson is in Room. Yeah. So that's how I get them confused. But Rosamund Pike I very much like. She plays this guardian which often gets court appointed to old people. Okay. When they can't look after themselves. But she's gaming the system. She is a con woman. Oh, yep, good. And then she con-womans Diane Weiss because she thinks Diane Weiss has no uh, family. But then Diane Weiss has connections to Peter Dinklage, who comes after Rosamund Pike to try to get Diane Weiss out of the home that Rosamund Pike has put her in. Okay, right. So it wasn't a comedy, but it was kind of a light thriller. Right, okay. Okay, there's a bit of mobster action, there's a bit of fighting, there's a bit of courtroomy shit, uh, and Rosamund Pike is a con woman and a lesbian. Oh. She's very good. Yep. And so is Diane Weiss. It's a minor role, but Diane Weiss is very good in it. And Peter Dinklage is good. Chris Messina is in it. He plays a lawyer. Oh, yes, he's You will good. have seen him in the Mindy stuff. Um, her girlfriend in the show is Aiza Gonzalez, who uh, has been in a couple of Fast and Furiouses. Fire and Furious Eye. Yep. And I've seen her in Baby Driver as okay. well. Great. So if it sounds you... like I haven't seen her in anything. <laughs> well, I think if you see her, you will go, I've seen her in stuff. Okay. She's in Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. That's the one I've seen. Um, yep. And despite being a lead role in this movie and mm-hmm. some others, she's in the new series Mr. and Mrs. Smith as woman. Oh. So maybe not the up and up <laughs> since then. She doesn't look familiar. Uh, she's good. The, the cast is good. The acting is good. And I do recommend this movie okay. called I Care A Lot. Don't believe Amazon Prime that it's a comedy. It's not even a dramedy. It's a light thriller. Okay. Not a thriller-ity. Right. Okay. So that's I I watched instead of Bottoms. Great. What did you watch? I um, watched a couple of movies. I went to um, a cinema uh, and it was like one o'clock on a Sunday. What's on? Colour Purple. All right. Yep. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's so it's it's a musical. It's a musical, um, but 
it's a very serious... The story of Colour Purple is a very serious story. Mm. And, you know, it goes across like 40 years or whatever. But for me, it was like, sometimes it's like serious moment. Oh, And then they'd sing a song and it kind of takes you out of it. Were they serious songs? Some like, were serious. Some were like... Rent is about w- 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 shit. W- 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 right? Rent's yeah. about shit. Yeah. And it's on at the moment. We should go and see it. Yeah. And... But then they have songs that are in the mood of the show. Yes. So Did there's... Colour Purple not quite do that as well? There are some big ballady songs of like, I'm a woman. Um, and then because then... Taraji P. Henson's character is a singer. Okay. Then in there, there's her doing performances that are songs. And then there's also just like fantasy sequence. Ah, okay. But then there's also just like, we're black at a church. Let's put a gospel song in there. Of course. So the songs are good. The acting's very good. It looks good. It was just hard. I tried. I I went in and I'm like, Brett, don't compare it to the original. No. You can't not. And then the fucking oldies. Oh, my God. Can't, can't not, but also shouldn't have to not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's a remake. Yeah. If you don't want to be compared, write a different story about a black woman singer. Yeah. Yeah. And call it something different. I also don't understand why it's called The Colour Purple. I say this a lot. Like, there's a better name for the movie. Well, that's what the book was called. Yeah, but then, but it's also maybe it's more depth. They do it's something more about purple in the book, but saying one line of like, "Ooh, isn't the color purple nice?" You don't need some name of two and a half hour okay. movie. I just googled why is it called the color purple. Uh, the modern English word purple comes from the old English purple, which derives from the Latin purpura, which in turn derives from the Greek porphyra. The name of the Tyrian purple dye manufactured in classical antiquity from a mucus secreted by the spiny dimurex snail. That doesn't help. It still your doesn't question. help. No. <laughs> um, there was also one little cameo in it that I will say because it's towards the start. Also, old people. Mm. Mm. How did you survive this long? Um, there were these four old ladies that went there and were buying tickets, and they there were two people serving. So, two went this, two there. So, like, Beryl and Meryl are buying two, and Cheryl and Gerald are buying... Maud. Yeah. <laughs> buying other two. Sophia, Rose, Blanche, and Dorothy, they're all there buying their tickets, yes, right? Yes, And then, oh, okay. Oh, yes. One Ford. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you get that one, Maud? Yeah. Okay. Great. Oh, yes. Um, where would you like to sit? Oh, do we have to choose? Oh, my God. <laughs> How long since you went to a movie, yeah. love? And it's like, oh. And then, so then it was like, where are they sitting? Oh, where are you? We need four together. Oh, what about, oh, that's, oh, no, is that too close? Oh, I'm like, also the people serving them were no help. They just kind of asked them the question and let them go. I'm like, I'm standing there with my chock chop. It's going to melt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then sort it out. Rose and Dorothy pay. Then they go away. And then one of them had a... Rewards card. Oh, and it was okay. something like, if you use your rewards card, you can get this ticket for 12 bucks instead. Yeah. Yep. I can do it for you. I can, but the other guy clearly didn't say that to the other oh, two, right? To Estelle and, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, to Dorothy and Rose. Yeah. I've, I've lost track of who's who. And um, Maud and Helen and Beryl. Yeah. And then they, 
Oh, for both of us. Oh, no, just for you because you've got a reward. Oh, okay. If one of your other persons have a reward, we can scan that and that'll work. And then she's like, uh, Mary. I'm like, oh, my God. And then she's going to have to come over here and explain it, then see if she's got the card. And you know how old women have wallets. Yeah, yeah, have yeah, fucking yeah. Priceline, Millers, Katie's. Yeah. Shout out to mum if you're listening. Spotlight. <laughs> flybys. Uh, yeah. Everything then, in there. Anyway, they got it done. And then I walk up and it's just like, chock top, $18, whatever the fuck yeah, they yeah. cost. Thank you. Go in. Cinema 10. Sit down. Then they still walk, finding their way in. I was anyway. going to say, you should have waited until they were in. Based on what our experiences with other old people at cinemas. They found their seat fine. Okay. Good. They were sitting behind me, wasn't thrilled. <laughs> at least Serious it's not movie, a known yeah. musical they can sing along to. Yeah, well, they definitely can't <clears throat> sing along to it. Um, serious movie, things are happening. Whoopi Goldberg pops up. Yep. Is that Whoopi Goldberg? Oh, that can't be Whoopi Goldberg. It doesn't look like Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, I think that's Whoopi Goldberg. Mary, is that Whoopi Goldberg? I'm like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> then there's some serious things in it, and they were just like, oh, 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 he's not nice. I'm like, oh, my God. It's not a nice movie. It was just hilarious. They're also old enough to know the original exists. Yeah, they've probably seen the original. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's a very well-made movie. Okay. Danielle Brooks is up for Best Supporting Actress. She's very good. She won't win, but she's very good. Um, and then the other thing that was weird, audience-wise, towards the start, near, the previews were nearly starting. Also, previews don't need to go for 25 minutes. The previews were nearly starting. Mm. Then a woman walks in with her, like, four-year-old kid. No. And I'm like, get out. I'm like, you're, you're kidding me, aren't you? Like, what is happening? Is this... And I was looking around. There was no one kind of around me. I was like, are we all seeing this? They sat there for a bit and then got up and left. I'm like, oh, thank God, they're in the wrong movie. Oh, you realised they were meant to be in something else. Yes. So they got up and Hunger left. Hunger Games, went, The Ballad of Songbirds oh, and Snakes. Who knows? So according to the India Times, the colour purple represents, uh, symbolises royalty, power and spirituality. Okay. According to homeworkstudy.com, the title references the transformation of the book's main character, Sealy. 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 Uh, the reference to purple represents her spiritual transformation. Yeah, you could make more of it. And according to a review on Goodreads, I've read the book twice and also viewed the film. My theory on the colour purple is that the title represents symbolism. <laughs> So Jesus. I hope that's that, great. I hope that explains it for everybody listening. That is the most I think that's the most vague description <laughs> I've ever heard. But yeah, very good movie. If you like a musical, I'd go see it. Okay. I saw a meme during the week. Yeah, great. Speaking of people interpreting books. Mm. And you know there's a scene in The Good Place. Ah, there we go, everybody. <laughs> Where didn't have to wait long. Ding ding. Bingo card. I'm going to say something about bingo card in a sec. There's a scene in The Good Place where Michael, the train's about to leave for The Bad Place. Yep. And Michael leaves them all these clues to say hide under the train. Yes. And Cheedy says, we found the four clues you left us. And Michael says, well, I actually left you over 10,000 clues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I, I think I saw that meme. That meme has been flipped 
and its English teachers says, we found the 10,000 clues you left us. And then Michael is the author saying, well, actually, I only left you four. (laughs) You know where I saw that meme? Did I share it? No, it was about about Taylor Swift. Really? Because it was like her fans were like, oh, we found those five clues that you left us. And then it's like Taylor Swift saying, actually, I left you 10,000 clues. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's anyway. a different meme. This one yeah. was more related to the color purple. Okay, great. I've also watched The Greatest Night in Pop. Oh, I was going to watch that because I thought yeah. you would have watched it, but I didn't get around we to are it. The world. I Amazing. will watch it. Amazing. Uh, yeah. the, the song itself and the undertaking to complete the song is incredible. I knew the song and I knew Good. that it was all these people. Yeah, you haven't been living under a rock. No. Good. It is a significantly better song than Do They Know It's Christmas. Yes. But one was written by Bob Geldof and the keyboard player to Ultravox, and the other one was written by Stevie Wonder, Lionel Richie and Michael Jackson. So that makes sense. Yeah. I I didn't know a lot about it. I certainly didn't know, and this you find out pretty early in the documentary, that they the only night they could find to record it was after the American Music Awards. Because they're like all these people. Yeah, everybody's going to be, gonna be in LA. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so they essentially just limoed straight down. Um, I won't say too much for people that don't know too much about it. If you're a musician, don't expect a documentary about the the musical making of the song. No, and that's not what I expect from the trailer. It feels like it was more how the logistics of recording the song, not the and the significance and yeah. the 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 largeness of the undertaking Mm. and it's also a netflix doco like shane and i watched it together and shane's goes about halfway through he goes i've got already 48 questions about the song and like it's a netflix doco it's not classic albums we are the world and one of vh1 (laughs) and one of the answers is that's cindy lauper yeah well there are a couple of people i didn't know i think yeah um a couple of people that (laughs) one guy Al Giroux, I was like, I don't know who that guy is. Mm. And Shane looked him up and he won six Grammys in 1983. Yeah, okay. Like, well, okay, so he's going to be on it in 1985. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. But since then, he's just done kind of minory jazz stuff. I feel like I have heard the name but couldn't tell you a song. No. Um, he's got quite a funny moment in the, in the making of the song as well. Um, so The Greatest Night in Pop, if you are a music fan or a, even a celebrity fan, um, then it's worth a watch. Cool. Yeah. I had one more movie I watched. Okay. It's an older movie. Yep. I watched The Kingsman. I love you it. Know, with Firth and Edgerton. Yeah. I watched it for Taron Edgerton. Also, I was like, it's like, it's like action, but with a twist. It was yeah. basically just trying to be a James Bond movie. But funny. It was kind of funny. The ending was funny. There was one very funny bit with a Swedish princess. Oh, yeah. Who saved the world. Anyway. Yeah, um, some naughty jokes in there. I have never been distracted by a lisp so much in my life. I have no idea why Samuel L. Jackson felt it necessary yeah, no. to have a lisp. It yeah. annoyed the fuck out of me. I don't, I don't understand because it's not as if like, you know, Dr. Evil has a stupid looking scar. Yeah, because he was frozen or whatever. No, because but also because like scars a are a Bond villain thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisps aren't a Bond villain thing. No, like I can't think out of 
26 movies of a Bond villain with a lisp. No, Mr. Bond, they prepared you to that. Like, yeah. come on. No. It was just like, what are you trying to do here, Sam? It was because so it distracting. Was already quirky with the McDonald's and the whatever else. There was some very funny thing. There was there was a very the best line was Colin Firth at one point they're in the church or whatever, mm. and he gets up to leave, and this woman's like, "Why are you leaving?" It's like, "Oh, my husband works at the abortion clinic <laughs> and <all> such and <laughs> yeah, such yeah. like that." Very funny, yeah. but fuck, I just don't. I didn't understand that um, thing from Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson, and then some of the special effects were a bit too kind of fake looking. But it's, it's enjoyable. Yeah. There is also Kingsman, The Golden Circle. Yeah, I watched that. Uh, with Channing Tatum with some American crossover. And then there is The King's Man. They're not related or they are? They are. That's oh. a like a prequel, the establishment of this Kingsman thing. And I think there's Terrible one more about to come. <clears throat> is it Twisters? No. Okay. I think we're going to talk about that in another episode. Uh, the Kingsman franchise, yes, has Kingsman the Secret Service, Kingsman the Golden Circle, and The King's Man. Right. Uh, with Rafe Fiennes. Um, yeah, Rafe Fiennes plays one of the, like, originals. Mm-hmm. Um, Stanley Tucci, Gemma Arterton, Harris oh, Dickinson, like Taron Egerton, and Reese Fiennes is in that as well. So, yeah. It's good. Yeah. So I do recommend, even though it's like a seven-year-old movie. Uh, have we got a big question this week? Have we ranted enough? I think we have. <laughs> Can we just ask about, I don't know, how far how far can you take your fandom? Yeah. Look, within reason. But don't need to attack other fandoms to prove that your fandom is better. Because your fandom's probably not better. You know what? Let's ask it. This will get us some engagement. Yeah. Who's better? Taylor Swift or Beyonce? I was just going to say, who's the best diva? Alive? Big question this week. No, just ask that. Okay. Hashtag best diva. See what TikTok does with that. Yeah. Not best singer. Best overall package, full package. And just best diva and see where the fight starts. And if you don't say Mariah Carey, you're a fuckwit. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Out of Three Recommend. Join the Facebook group to discuss that big question and some other things. This week, we do also recommend that you watch Dodgeball. <coughs> yes. Because that is coming up for To Drink Cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, that is coming out this Friday. Yes. Uh, so join the, the Facebook movie. group. Watch Dodgeball. Follow us on the socials. And we will be back next week. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for listening to Two Out of Three Recommend. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was produced and pay our respects to Elders past and present. If you'd like to support the podcast and become a member, gaining early access to episodes and an exclusive episode each month, sign up as a member using the link in the show notes. If there's something you'd like to recommend to us, get in touch on the socials or in our Facebook group. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app or on YouTube. Leave us a rating and review and tell your friends.